Thank you for downloading the podcast. You join us at the moment of something very exciting where I thought I'd finally passed on what has been a terrible habit for me. Let's call it an affliction for most of my adult life that I enjoy eating paper. <laughs> and Matt, I thought you had just torn a bit off, off of the script and were no. popping it in your mouth for a chew. Uh, I was merely taking a bit of paper off in which to put my chewing gum oh. to discard it in a way that oh. wouldn't cause any sort of sticky mess. I thought I'd Sorry. got a fellow walking, talking, no, recycling wow. machine. No way. I will never, I swear to this day, I will never, <laughs> I will never eat paper because it's not edible. So, it's, yeah. <laughs> the well, main yeah, reason. Yeah, I don't swallow it. <laughs> yeah. so There's oh, just loads of chewed chew up little balls under the desk. Oh, it's disgusting. Not really, not really. It's like <laughs> a filthy habit. I don't do that. He's like a supermodel. <laughs> no, it's not that. It started when I was bored as a sales assistant. I'd be stood on my oh. own in, in the clothes shop, no customers on like a rainy Monday. And I just used to put my finger on the the print out receipt button and it would go uh, yeah. and I just tear it off and just pop it in, Shove it in. and it just it's it stayed with me my entire life I thought I'd got a companion no ah. I'm sorry I'm not joining that particular gang okay um, well anyway as I Thanks. said at the very beginning thank you for downloading the podcast um, we've got a good one ahead because we had some fantastic guests on the show Warwick Davis who's been in well let's just go Star Wars Willow oh. and Harry Potter shall yeah, we there you go um, thanks to some excellent research and producer Amanda, we had such a laugh because we found out things about him that he didn't know were in the public domain. Um, and George Ezra is on. He did a very special cover of a song that you're not going to want to miss. Um, but it's been a while. Shall we start with an unboxing? Oh, yes. We haven't done one for uh, quite a while. Now, this is interesting. This is interesting. Something's come with it as well, hasn't it? It's not... Uh... I think these two are unrelated. Are they separate, are they? Yeah, so oh. we'll get to this one in a moment. But the first one, it's got a nice handwritten sign, the Dave Berry Show, Absolute Radio, One Golden Square, London, W1F, 9DJ. Um, and they've put a nice first-class stamp on it, and they've really sellotaped this bad boy down, haven't yeah. they? Looks a bit grubby. It does Initial look a bit Initial signs are worrying. Yes. I'm going to open, open it, it up, yeah. Distance. Okay. It's not oh, someone, I've torn not, through the letter. It's not someone posting back their um, air freshener, is it? <laughs> so, no thanks. Having smelt it, not for me. It's a bag of McVitie's Choc Gems, which I imagine oh, are ice gems, but with ice brown gems, tops. but with chocolate. I didn't know they existed. Neither did wow. I. Wow. I have unfortunately torn the letter. Oh, no, look at um, this. Wow. It's a long one. You think with the amount of fan mail I get, he's better at doing this. To Dave and Matt. Oh. Yeah. I am sending you a star for your... Oh, ah. Well, you remember when we were asking things to go on top of the Christmas tree? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Just, what, what is it? A time of record, one month, one day too late. Yeah, this is taking a while. Yeah. Uh, sending something for the Christmas tree. Um, sent with lots of kindness. Thanks for keeping me entertained between four and seven, Monday to Friday, from Lucy. Well, uh, Lucy, Merry Christmas and thank you very much indeed. And what are the choc gems for? They were to go on top they of the to tree. Go on top of the tree. How, how, would, how would a bag of biscuits well, fit on top of a tree? Because oh, they're well. magical. <laughs> okay, yeah. Look, fine stars. I find stars fascinating. That Christmas tree complete you. This is it's nice. It's nice. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes, Thank you very much indeed, Lucy. <laughs> uh, and then, well, do you want to do the honours on this one? Well, this is uh, just some post to Dave Berry, Absolute Radio, One Golden Square, London. 
Uh, it says, unfortunately, we can't deliver your item because there is a fee to pay. <laughs> the sender did, did not pay the full postage. <laughs> so if we want this parcel, we've got to pay £1.50. I'm sort of intrigued as to know what it is, so I might go and get it and pay the £1.50. I'm, just, I'm, su- I'm sure this didn't happen to, like, Bruno Brooks in the heyday of Radio 1. Do you know it what I mean? Not, it's mate. like, come on, pay no. the postage, people. Oh, wow. uh, no, thank you very much indeed for your gifts. Right, so we are going to begin the podcast in earnest, and we begin... Begin it with, as I've said, Warwick Davis and George Ezra on the show, but they weren't the stars of the week. The star of the week was the one and only Katie, who won £1,000 when we broke the no-repeat guarantee. And she was absolutely ecstatic and probably lost a little bit of sense about what she was saying live to the nation on the Mm -hmm. show. Yeah, uh, yeah, she was uh, orgasmic with excitement. (laughs) Enjoy. Where, as you know... We took a hammer to the no-repeat guarantee. It is no more. We played ACDC back in black twice today. And that was your chance to win £1,000. And winning that money is... Katie in Salby. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God! Okay, breathe, breathe, Katie, breathe. Yeah, okay, just that's it. Let's just try and regulate the breathing. <laughs> 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 there we go. I'm going to count back from five to one, and you're going to go into a deep sleep. <laughs> oh, I am Oh, Katie, it is exciting, and it's so lovely to hear that reaction. You have won £1,000. Oh, my darling, thank you so much. Well, thank you so much. It means the world. Thank you. That is the pleasure oh. of Absolute Radio. Don't you worry about that. May I ask, it might be a little forward, as we've only just met, but what are you going to spend the money on? Um, in the current gales, my um, back gates have flown in, to pardon the phrase. Um, so my <laughs> Of course you can. Seriously, thank you so much. Her back gates have been blown in. (laughs) 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 We're going to repair them and make them smell fragrant. Katie, that is absolutely. You made our day. Give it up for Katie and Salby, everybody. (laughs) What a terrible affliction. (laughs) Now. Dave Berry Show. Absolute Radio. It's time for a little bit of hashtag wagon watch. Are you still observing dry January? A member of the team has fallen off in spectacular fashion. It is producer Amanda. Yeah, sorry about that. Come on, cut, cut, let's okay. tell, tell the nation. Yeah, what, what happened? When did it happen? Um, it You're was, in a safe space. Okay, it was 6.29pm on Saturday. Oh, yeah. The cinema was sold out. Right. Yeah. So, wow. I mean, what, else are you what would do? you do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go to the gym. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, well, Matt's made a, a valid point that I think we we like you more now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're kind of strangely yeah. proud of you. Um, but we're also proud of yous who are staying, yous out there who are staying on the wagon. Still going strong, Dave and Matt. Weekends have never felt so long from so oh, on yeah, Twitter. that's true, that's true. You get all that time back, don't you? That used to just be a drunken haze. Now you've got things to do with your life. I'm not going to lie, and whilst I don't want to be an advocate for drinking, I do feel pretty rough today, and I'm jealous of you all. <laughs> Tim tweets us saying, I'm still doing hashtag dry jam from 2016, not a drop. Now, whereas wow. this is a division in the camp here in the studio, I think that's brilliant, and I'm really proud of you, Tim. Um, Matt's accusing people of being smug. <laughs> wow. There's always uh, an element of smug when these people start bragging about this, isn't there? You know, having done it for a whole month myself, I couldn't wait to tell people, I must no. admit. And you did tell everyone that you went to the gym yesterday yeah, on a Sunday yeah, yeah, evening. Yeah, it's that's true, pretty it's smug, true. isn't it? Uh, also, Rich in Canuck says 22 t- days into dry January, and he's lost 15 pounds in weight. Wow. Which is good. Keep strong. What's says that? Rich. Like, is that over a stone, isn't it? It's over a stone, yeah. That's good. Well going. done, well done. Wow. I suppose once you get into the groove, because I've never done, I've never even attempted this, but do you get into the groove and then you can keep going like Tim has, who's tweeted, is still doing it from yeah. last year? Or yeah. is it does it does it make the taste of beer or wine that much sweeter? Well, yes, I think it's worth doing just for, even for a couple of weeks, just to uh, to rejuvenate your love of alcohol in a responsible manner. Of course, uh, always <laughs> irresponsible. Always. Manner. Some of your texts and tweets are so <laughs> irresponsible. So there is no way we can read them out. You know, it makes a change for a few weeks, yeah, doesn't it's it? Nice. Or a month. I, yeah. I, I like the idea of that. Producer Amanda, let me bring you back in. What was that first... <laughs> what did you break it with? Was a it lo- red wine? It was a Malbec. Oh, yeah. great choice. Yeah, was it everything you hoped it would be? And more. And more. <laughs> you sent us a picture on the WhatsApp group of your hand going closer and closer into this pub. Oh, it was Lots great. Wine. It was the amazing. terrible irony of all of this was yeah. I commented on the WhatsApp group and don't remember doing that, yeah. which is oh, wow. so irresponsible of me. Dave Berry, not making a big deal out of it, on Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Please welcome my guest. At last I get to meet him and he's more handsome in real life than I ever could have imagined. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one and only George Ezra, everybody. Hello, How are you? Hey, George. Good to see you. Um, the mutual appreciation of the coats was a nice way Absolutely, of starting yeah. our relationship together. Yeah, it's nice. Compliments are always good. Which I hope will go on for many years to come. Yeah. Um, so you've popped by to talk about... You've got the new album, Staying at Tomorrow's, which is out on the 23rd of March. Yeah. Uh, welcome to a new feature of the question you're going to be asked the most over the coming months <laughs> while you promote an album. Uh, and, and allow me to be the first. Go on. Who is tomorrow? Let's go. <laughs> right. Tomo- right, so... I, t- I struggle writing when I'm comfortable. So if you're at home, I, I struggle to like wake up and go and sit on the same sofa I sat on the night before and try and write. Okay. Some people can do it, and yeah. good on them, but I can't. Yeah. So I like to take myself out of my comfort zone. Yeah. I was in a fortunate position where I knew I had time on my hands and mm-hmm. I could go and stay like a prolonged amount of time in one place. So I chose Barcelona. And I found somebody online that wanted just to rent one bedroom and I'd go and live with the owner of the flat. I got shown up this stairway and there was quite literally a bed in a room and she was like, that's where you're staying. In fact, it was her <laughs> mate that showed me around. She wasn't even there. I was like, what is going on? The and elusive the, tomorrow, yeah, I love it. The first three nights, just people were coming and going. There was no like decorum whatsoever and I was going what's this I, I didn't sign up for this it turned out all her friends were artists musicians designers they were into fashion and Great. they were kind of they were working 
you know, in the day, Monday to Friday. So I'd spend my time walking around. And then in the evening, Tamara would come home and put records on and pour some red wine. And I was in my element. And did she know at this point that she was housing the one and only George Ezra? Did she know that she was going to be part of the writing process? And my final question, on top of all of those other ones, is did she know you were going to name the album after her? No, so I kind of, you know, she knew I had a guitar... Uh, one night we were kind of sat around and she went, oh, so have you got anything I can listen to? And I was like, you know, no, I'm just playing around. It's just something I do in my... And she was like, go on, what can I... So she had Spotify open. I was like, oh, if you type in George Ezra. (laughs) And she was still none the wiser. She didn't know. She was listening to all this, like, left of centre kind of African music from the 70s. She had all these balmy records, which were great to listen to. Paradise was on the last tour, the last album. We were on the west coast of America, which is paradise yeah but we were all we, we tore on a bus there's 16 beds you're on bunks and once one of you gets ill every day another one wakes up and it just goes through the bus and that was what was happening something got on the bus and we got ill and uh, i was feeling particularly sorry for myself laying in my bunk and i just started to sing that my love no no my love, love and recorded it into my phone dictaphone kind of okay recording. i wondered if artists actually did that do yeah you, do, all the do time, they do yeah. that okay. don't ask me to show you what's on there though, no no it's, it's the ra- that hey, is that's the ramblings <laughs> yeah, of the ramblers yeah, okay exactly <laughs> um, and uh, yeah i put it to bed and then that was one of those songs while i was in barcelona kind of oh i've got that you kind of go through and a lot of it you're like why did i ever record that and then some of it like that you go oh man i remember that feeling um so yeah a lot of the songs on the album are about escape and taking yourself away and i think paradise is the perfect introduction to that well it's a really strong start to the new album as well pacey upbeat love it you sound great as always in fact why don't we play it right now? This Come is George on. Ezra's brand new one. This is Paradise on Absolute Radio. Dave Berry, taking care of business. Absolute Radio. Wicked, wicked. Jungle is massive. Wicked, wicked. Of course, Jungle this iconic massive. background wicked. music means it is time for your text from the 1990s. Guys, guys, I've just discovered this amazing new drink called Hooch. It's just like lemonade, but with a tank full of unspecified alcohol in it. Oh, yeah. Buy wow. some shares in it now, as it will never go out of fact. Fashion, says Kevin Crouchend. Hi, Dave and Matt. What's the code for Video Plus so I can record your show? Oh, Hit us with a little much. reminder, Matt Dyson. I'm not, I'm not sure you could record radio on Video Plus, but Video Plus were the numbers that were printed in the TV listings for the high-tech VHS recorders, where instead of setting the timer, you just tap the numbers in it, recorded it for you. Wow. It was the it was like the what we had at the time. It was the best thing we had at the time. No one's we... saying high-tech video recorders on the radio nowadays, <laughs> are they? No, not enough. <laughs> Um, are you available on teletext? Questions Nigel oh. from Nationwide Scaffolding. There you go, nice little plug. Uh, just bought me an R-Reg for Mondeo. Going to put a fiver of petrol in. That should see me through the next couple of weeks. <laughs> Scott oh, in West yeah. Brom. Glory Thanks, days. Scott. Uh, Gaz in Sunbury says, hey, dudes, which is a good one. Not, people don't say dudes that often anymore, I think. Shall we bring that but, back? No. <laughs> oh, OK. Hey, dudes. Hey, chill, dude. <laughs> hey, dudes. <laughs> what, dude? Uh, uh, hey, dudes, I'm off to Will's tonight, which is top, because he's got snares and a VHS recorder in his room. Bit of Mario Kart battle, followed by late-night basic instinct on video. <laughs> Although I think I've worn it out from all the oh, pausing and rewinding, yeah. the classic. There <laughs> oh, we go. Who could forget? Who yeah. could forget? <laughs> Stu in Farnborough says, I'm in so much trouble, dudes. I've just, he, doesn't, he didn't put these, but I no, might no. as well go with that. I've just copied Golden Axe from my C64 oh. over my mum's Dire Straits cassette. <laughs> think, 
I think, I think I'll have to mangle up a blank tape and swap the stickers over and then pop it back in her Walkman. Then she can blame herself. Amazing planning from Stu. Wow, that is so wildly 1990s. Do you remember Golden Axe? Yeah, oh, Golden Who did you play great. as? I was, I was the, little, the little guy. There's there. a little dwarf. dwarf there was yeah, the muscle the man and there was the woman, the, the female woman, character. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'd go with the dwarf. I like the dwarf. OK, do you remember throwing the bottles in the air and then all the lightning oh, yeah, would come down? Oh, yeah, doing the magic spells was amazing. And then Love that. you'd wipe out everyone around you, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Love that. Excellent. Thank you very much indeed for your text from the 1990s. Dave Berry, right this instant. On Absolute Radio. That there is a brand new one by George Ezra. It's called Paradise on Absolute Radio. And George is with us right now. George, George, George. It's all right, that, isn't it, that song? It's a tune. That tomorrow. I hope you're giving her a cut of the profits, George. (laughs) Absolutely not. If she comes for me, I'll say no, it's a different tomorrow. (laughs) But I heard you talking to Dave Berry. He said, you owe me 10%. (laughs) She was Italian Spanish, I forgot. Um, now, George, uh, doing a little bit of research, uh, looking forward to having met you as I have for the first yes. time. Um, you started out singing in cover bands at school mm-hmm. uh, and you made your stage debut at the age of 13, mm-hmm. singing the kind of valley girl female part of Teenage Dirtbag. Absolutely, yeah. I'm going to play a bit of it. I want you to sing over the top of it, George. That's what's going to happen. Do it. I Whether thought you, you like found it or not. a recording from when I was oh, a kid. No, no, like, no. It's not that no, it's bad. Not. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, but it's not that bad. I okay. Got to, yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. You got yeah. it? Okay. It's not the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I was there, my sister, I remember it well. I was wearing my sister's skinny jeans. I had her eyeliner on. I think I was wearing a waistcoat of sorts. I thought I was the coolest kid ever. Well, I was. For, for that, how long do you reckon that bit is? 15 seconds? Yeah. I think well, I stood is, on yeah. stage for the whole gig until I got to do that bit. <laughs> <laughs> just busting out the waistcoat yeah, exactly. and the eyeliner. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that, George. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, now, in stark comparison to what that was, in stark comparison to your very distinctive bassy yes. um, tones. Yes. Um, have you read about the Nick Knowles uh, stuff? Yes. I Do you have. know who Nick Knowles is? Yes. Daytime TV god Nick Knowles. Yeah, absolutely. He released an album. I heard one. Of, I heard. I heard a cover of his. Someone said it because I heard that he had kind of compared his vocals to mine. Well, he said he said the only two people who are doing what I'm doing right now is me and George Ezra. <laughs> Come on, Nick. <laughs> I mean, from the host of DIY SOS, that's that's high. We, let's play a little. This is Nick Knowles. When the rain is blowing in your face. Can you get that low? And the whole yeah, but world I, is on I know this song, but I wouldn't know how to sing along. No. Do you think he's is he bassy enough to compare himself to you? Yeah, I think so. I think the more pressing, we need to talk about my um, my new DIY show that I'm starting. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. George Ezra does up your living room in 60 yeah. minutes or less. Does his best. <laughs> George Ezra with a hammer and a tape measure. Yeah, um, so, so you're happy with you're okay with with Nick Knowles using your name to promote his own album. Yeah, why not? Come on. Okay, that's good. We'll, yeah, pa- we'll pass that on to Nick. He's a big friend of the show. Um, now. Before you leave and before I plug all of the wonderful things you have mm. coming up, George, you have to take part in a feature that I do with all of my favourite guests. Mm-hmm. Um, it involves this. 
icon of British society, the Argos catalogue. Okay. <laughs> Let me pass it to you. It's got smaller. Like, it's more yeah, compact. Yeah, yeah they like... have. Yeah, they've done that. They've done that. Um, so you can put it in your handbag and walk around with it. Who would do that? Why make it smaller? We're only going to keep it at home. Um, so this is mail order bribe. You're going to have to earn your plug for the stuff you have coming up. Okay. So you've got 24 99 or less... You've got to appease the radio gods for your plug. Are you up for it, George? I'm absolutely up for it. I think I know exactly where I'm heading. Okay, George knows where he's heading. He's leafing through the Argos catalogue. We'll find out what he picks next. He cuts quite a dash. It's Dave Berry. Absolute radio. This evening, it is the NTAs, the National Television Awards. Yes, it is. At uh, the O2, and I'm going, hence me being dressed like the Penguin from Batman Returns. In a three-piece suit, yeah. Very, Oswald Cobblepot. Very well dressed for a radio show, certainly, yeah. Well, I try my best, Matt. Yeah, I, know, yeah. I know you have high standards. Well, yes, you'll be down there later on at the O2 Arena. I will, of course. you movers and shakers. I will be. I'll be hitting the red carpet. <laughs> Dermot O'Leary's presenting it, isn't he? Now, I did. it was only because I came to, dressed uh, to the show in this suit and said I was going to the NTAs, and Matt knows that Dermot hosts the National Television Awards. I didn't realise that you had such a such love for him. I, well, he's a very nice man, Dermot. And it turns uh, but out... It turns out we want, this is the thing. You'd forgotten about this, but I remember it. You'd forgotten about it because you're Mr Showbiz and this is just well, a, another that. night in your life. But me and Dave... <laughs> right, for you, the listener at home, me and Dave went to watch Elbow at the O2 once. Uh, yeah, uh, it was very, a great gig. Good, really good gig. Yeah. Um, Guy Garvey, almost in the round, wasn't he? At the front yeah, they kind of made like a kind of pub room kind yeah. of stage setting, yeah. but in the middle of obviously the big O2. So we were waiting in the uh, sort of foyer area mm. before we went into the main O2, and uh, we bump into Dermot O'Leary and his wife, right, outside a steak restaurant. And Dermot invites us in for steak with him. Yeah. And then me, me, you, Dermot <laughs> O'Leary and his wife sat around eating steak at the Gaucho Grill for about an hour and a half. It was a wonderful evening. I, I, it, it was wonderful. Really? It hasn't really stuck in my mind, but clearly it's the story you dine out on. <laughs> yeah, I still tell people to this day. Medium rare with O'Leary. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell my grandkids about that one, yeah. Well, it's a very, they're a very lovely couple. Um, so we're gonna, there's obviously a lot of big television shows up against each other tonight, Matt. Yeah. I know you've selected some categories. You want to get my expert opinion on them. Well, there's, apparently there's a TV <laughs> show called All Round to Mrs. Browns, which is obviously going to do well. Yeah, there must be a, a Mrs. Browns Boys spin-off, is that? Oh, I mean, no, that's not that's I did not know that existed okay. like that. I sh- you should certainly boo when that comes on. TV presenter, TV presenter, Anton Deck, Holly Willoughby, Philip Schofield and Bradley Walsh. Bradley Walsh is in the top four TV presenters in this country. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Chase is doing very well overall, getting a lot of nominations. Anton Deck always win the TV presenter one. They? Haven't they won it like every single year for the past They have. I think they've got like 16 or 17 of them now. The Chase is also up in daytime up against Loose Women, Jeremy Kyle, and this morning. It's a heavyweight field, isn't it, for the chase? It's a tough one, because obviously with my far-reaching connections and showbiz friends, it's very difficult for me to pick one out. Yeah, (laughs) it really is, yeah. (laughs) But I I think there's going to be some awards for the chase tonight. That's all I'm saying. Okay. If if you want to go and put some key bet on the NTAs? Uh, Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Go and lump loads of money on on, uh, the chase. Okay, there we go. That's what we're going to be doing. So the NTAs tonight, put everything you own on the chase winning beer. Dave Berry in all shapes and forms. On Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Ray Show on Absolute Radio. George Ezra is my guest. It's a real pleasure to meet you, George. And you are currently taking part in Mail Order Bribe. Where's How your thought process been? You've got 24 99 or less. 24 grand. I'll buy the whole... No, no, £24. <laughs> <pounds>. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know how... 
to find what I want to get you. Well, t t talk me through the process. What's well, the process on? is every single Christmas as a kid, you would open the Argos catalogue and just circle everything you wanted <laughs> and then get a colouring book and you'd forget you'd ever done it. That's how Santa Claus works, children. Exactly. <laughs> um, but every year without fail, me and my brother... This is how I remember it anyway. We used to ask for this kind of like country and western toy gun that you'd shoot down cans of baked beans with. Yes. But it was all a game, but we weren't allowed guns in the house. No, no, that's so right. So I want to live probably good, good through parenting. you. Yeah, but I want to live through you, so I'm going to find it for you. So you're going to buy me a toy gun. And then you can invite me round and I can have a gun. <laughs> Christmas at the Berry household yeah. with George Ezra. Now that's the decorating show people have been after. But at the moment, it looks like kids these days have moved on. I'm not... Youth culture's gone over my head now. It looks more like Nerf guns. How Ed are you Sheeran a bought gun? me a Nerf gun. You don't want to be oh. going. You don't, he's, he's already done it. Sorry, George. Man. How are you with your imagination? Can I pretend I've found it and tell you that it's a cool £23.99? We've got £1 to spare. Uh, absolutely you can. In fact, my favourite plaything at Christmas was my imagination because we yeah. were that poor. <laughs> um, George, it's been a real pleasure seeing you. I, I love the fact you've given me the gift of my imagination and given me a pound change as well. Absolutely. Um, Staying at Tamara's is the brilliant new album by George. It's out on the 23rd of March. The new single Paradise available to stream and buy right now. And George is going to be touring throughout the spring. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, George Ezra. Thank you very much. It's wacky, it's fun, it's outrageous. Oh, hold on, I've picked up the Funhouse lyrics again. It's quite simply the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Where we welcome to the show producer Dave. Hey, Dave. Hello. Good to see you. It's good to see you, Dave. Um, now, you're on the show because you've, you've, you've broken the internet. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're the Mancunian Kim Kardashian. Apparently so. Apparently so. Um, and it was inspired by your beloved Man City's 3-2 win over Bristol City in the Haribo Cup last night. Yes. <laughs> it's the big game everyone's talking about. So, um, well, tell everybody what you just... You were just commenting on the game. You went to your Twitter feed. You had something to say. You put That's it out it. there. That's it, That's it, Dave. The remark. That's yeah. it. The full-time whistle had gone. One of the Bristol City players went over to Pep Guardiola and commented on his jacket. So I just put on Twitter, Bristol City player, I actually put captain, it's not his captain, and that's kept me up all night, actually. Okay, Bristol yeah. City captain shakes Pep's hand and during the one and only moment he may ever have with the great man, decides to ask him why he's taken the Stone Island badge off the sleeve of his bomber jacket. Football is brilliant. OK. And that player was <laughs> Aidan Flint. Yes. Uh, who refused to come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we tried to get him. That's why we've got to put up with having Dave on instead. <laughs> um, so how many retweets and likes has it had? Well, it's, it's hard to keep up. Yes, you've actually described it as it's a moving feast for the eyes, <laughs> is, how, is how Dave described it earlier on. Well, it's just one of many quotes I've got to share with you. This has never happened to me before, so okay. it was very exciting when things just started to change for me, all right? Yeah. Uh, Currently, Currently. 2,268 retweets. Wow. 6,854 likes. 55 likes. That's incredible. Um, I've been writing down on this, uh, this piece of paper here some of the things that producer Dave has been saying <laughs> it's throughout not gone the to afternoon. My head. It's not gone yeah. to my uh, head. Unbearable. Well, uh, totally unbearable. One of them was, um, I didn't know it was going to explode this way. <laughs> Uh, which was swiftly followed by It's Flying Off the Shelves, Dave. <laughs> and um, also, uh, at one point, oh. just before we came on air, uh, you uttered the words, when you write as eloquently as I do. <laughs> wow. wow. Um, but you made a valid point here, Matt. 
Dave's not he's not kind of atting anyone or used any hashtags. No, it's just that's really, it. yeah. I don't know what, the, what the secret of his magic is. Please ex- share your wisdom, oh social media guru. There is no wisdom. You've, it just took off. I obviously spoke to people. And when you speak to people on social media, yeah. that's when changes occur. Okay. What? I don't I, know. I it's just first... nonsense. It's just total nonsense. I hadn't seen it until I, I read an article in Joe, you know, the online uh, information. That's a big one. I, I was reading Joe. It's a, and the whole story was based around Dave's tweet. Amazing. <laughs> I can't believe it. And then some of the Facebook page ripped your tweet off as well, didn't they? We should yeah. name and shame those people. And outrageous. At, that is outrageous. And it was kind of ended up peddling fake news because they used the incorrect name that you used. Yeah, so he was the captain. captain. And it wasn't the captain, it was just one of the players. Um... When you text me, you took a screen grab of this tweet and texted it to me. <laughs> with I? the word, yeah. I don't remember that. This is a funny story. A few outlets have already picked it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> outlets. <laughs> a few outlets have already picked it up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Joe's a great outlet, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, just as Coldplay Paradise is finishing, I put the mics up. Producer Dave looked through at producer James, who's operating the cameras in there, and went, You're filming this, aren't you? You're filming this. <laughs> oh. We'll definitely put this out as a video. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, mate, changed, it's, brilliant. it's changed my last 24 hours. So I tweeted and then just forgot about it and then just as I went to bed that's when everything went crazy and I couldn't sleep for another hour I couldn't sleep for another hour no. that's when everything else went crazy I'm adding this to this yeah. list of quotes I've and got now he's, now he's on to Stone Island trying to get some free jackets out of it it's all. a beautiful jacket <laughs> Oh Any what is it at Masterman? At Masterman, if you want to follow me, I'll have a few more of these pearls of wisdom as the week goes on. <laughs> Speak to my agent. Who's this chirpy chappy on Absolute Radio? I hear you ask. Why? It's Dave Berry on the Dave Berry Show, of course. It's the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Couldn't be more pleased to say my guest this evening is Mr. Warwick Davis. Every Thank you very much. Hey, Warwick. Very pleased to be here. Great to see you. Um, before we talk about Eugenius, um, mm. we share some common ground. I understand. Mm. Uh, we are both fastidious when it comes to tidying things away. Do you like to tidy? I'd love to put things in their place. It drives my partner mad. She will come in, put the car keys on the table. She'll then go to get the car keys to go back out and she'll go, where are the car keys, Dave? And I'll go, uh, they're in the car key pot where they belong. I have a car key hook. <laughs> oh, yes, you you might want to try the hook one day. It's okay. quite a good method. But okay, the uh, that happens, good. exactly the same thing happens. But I said, you never lose them uh, if you know where they are, if they're always on the hook. Yeah. I, I'm with you on all this. What else do you tidy? Is your desk very tidy? My desk is very tidy. Um, I, I'm, I'm terrible with shoes as well. When shoes are out, I, you know, oh. she'll come in, put her shoes down. She'll need to put the shoes back on at some point, but it's too late. They're already in the shoe cupboard. We've got a shoe box. Oh, I love this. Yeah, we've got a shoe box, <laughs> but it, it contains more than one pair of shoes. But, uh, yes, he's got to go away. Even the dog gets tidied away into his bed. I mean, he's sprawled out on the floor. He's in the way. He's making a mess. Well, I feel that I could learn from you, the master, because obviously having a dog and children, I haven't got either of those things yet. Oh. So I, I, I'm finding it quite easy to manage just the one messy person. You wait. If you ever go down that road, <laughs> it's a nightmare. Where do you stand on the um, clean-up whilst you cook? Oh, very much so. Yeah. <laughs> if the saucepan boils over, I'm there with a the cloth. The water's still flowing over. and I'm same here. Around it. And it annoys me, because then some of it burns on the, on the ring, and then you've got to really scrub of that afterwards. You can't go in... When it's hot, though, that's dangerous. Well, no, well, exactly. Safety first. But I, I, do clean your oven when it's still warm. I, I don't clean my oven when yeah, it's still warm. Yeah, if you cook something in there and you, you know it's finished, when the oven's cooling down, open it up and wipe the glass door or whatever you've got, and uh, lovely steam will come off and uh, you know probably poison you. But. Uh, <laughs> 
It's a lovely clean door. Never, Our oven doesn't look used. I, I love the show. It's full of surprises. Warwick Davis is here. We have so much to talk about. We're giving out cleaning tips. That's, what, that's what people want. You make me sound so weird No, in the I'm first weird. You're perfect. <laughs> I'm, I'm the weird one. You're I'm allowed to be brilliant. weird, though, aren't I? Because I'm an actor. So what, we, we exactly right. About that's, what we always, that's what we expect from you. Um, <laughs> something else we learned is that the first thing you do when you get home is take your trousers off. <laughs> Which, uh, again, we have in common, but, you know... Who where want, are no, you getting this information? Well, you know, we've been doing... We, Always research uh, hard, you know. I, what's funny about that is, yes, it is true. It's true, good. But my dog now uses it as a cue, OK? So <laughs> if I've got no trousers on, he can relax. He knows I'm not going out. As soon as I pop the trousers on, he's by the door. I'm coming with you. So I tried to trick him now. I put my shoes on with no trousers and go out. And he's... Oh, I did take it too far and went to work once like that. So OK, yeah, fair enough. That, that, that will happen. Uh, Warwick, stick around, because coming up next, we're going to be talking about the incredible movies that you've been in and your brand new musical. We haven't been formally introduced, but he's called Dave Barry. The Dave Barry Show on Absolute Radio. Yes, I think we've got the message. <laughs> she honestly does. <laughs> it's coming up to quarter past five on your Thursday. That was three songs from the 90s on the Absolute Radio 90s, where it is time now for a feature that I do uh, on my show on the Absolute Radio 90s. And it's been inspired by someone who was huge back in that decade. And that person is Martin Clunes. Of course, he's still in Doc Martin now. Everybody loves oh, that. Uh, yeah, of but of course, course yeah. back in the day, it was all about this. Oh, yeah. Strong theme tune. Um, do you remember, remember Behaving Badly? Oh, yeah, great, wasn't it? Of course, uh, Neil Morrissey wasn't in the first series. Harry Enfield played uh, Clune's flatmate in the first series. It didn't really work until Morrissey came in and then transformed it. It became a huge hit. Wow, thank you for that, man. <laughs> but I love the theme Mind shit. blown. <laughs> <laughs> just, just dropping truth bombs left, right and centre. So, you know, not only was he the star of Men Behaving Badly in Doc Martin right now, but at some point in his career, he wrote a book... <laughs> a book called A Dog's Life. And it has become one of my pleasures in life to read aloud from that book, which I'm going to do right now. This is genuinely Martin Clune's book, A Dog's Life. I'm curious about dogs, about what makes them tick. I enjoy trying to engage with them and love hearing stories about what they've got up to. Most of all, I like chuckling them around the chops. <sighs> I don't mind being licked on the face, but I particularly like being licked in the ear. Oh, what? Especially by a cocker spaniel's pointy tongue or having my toes licked. What? I take real pleasure in a dog's excitement and enthusiasm for life and its unquestioning friendliness. The physical contact between man and dog can be so satisfying when you stroke, pat or chuckle them. I particularly admire their chests. Always big enough for a good rub. Otherwise, I'm jealous of their snouts because they're whiskery and seem to me to be a pleasurable thing to own. Occasionally, I think I've even dreamed I've got one myself. <laughs> what the hell is going on? That is from the introduction section of A Dog's Life by Martin Clunes. Now, I am definitely under the category of dog lover. Producer Amanda. Big time. You're a dog. Do you like to chuckle their chops? Um, not especially. Do you enjoy the physical contact between woman and dog? Uh, 
No, not so much. Okay, I'm do you anymore. like to have a cocker spaniel's <laughs> tongue in your ear? <laughs> <laughs> Top five things I thought I'd never asked my producer. Number three. Such a tiny dog and yet such a big ear. The yeah. clown's ear. Anyway, know. my show on Absolute Radio 90s returns this evening at 7pm. You're listening to the all-new and totally fantastic Dave Barry Show. On Absolute Radio. It's Absolute Radio on your Tuesday evening. Warwick Davis with me. Um, now, listen, um, Warwick, you've been in some incredible movies throughout your career. Thank you. Know, you. Star Wars, Willow, Harry Potter. Um, one of the things I'd like to ask you is, with, with a family, has there been a point, and what was it like when you got to kind of say, that's daddy? Did you, um, did you do that with Star Wars? Did you do that with Harry Potter? Yeah, I mean, on Harry Potter, um, Harrison was born while I was doing those films. Annabelle was very, very young when I started. Um, and, I mean, I wasn't able to impress them because they would visit the studio and it became very sort of mundane for them and normal. It was like okay. Dad's workplace and yeah. his office was the Great Hall. It, it didn't have wow. any real impact, even though Annabelle celebrated three birthdays at the studios. And um, imagine this, the whole... Uh, cast of Harry Potter, including the late great Alan Rickman, singing "Happy Birthday oh. to You" while he's dressed as Snape. Oh, how fabulous! Now that fabulous. was an image to behold. Oh, I <laughs> but, love that. Uh, it's fantastic. So I'm not able to impress them really with what I do anymore. Okay. Um, if I meet a famous YouTuber, then Harrison is impressed. <laughs> <laughs> but apart from that, you know, Star Wars doesn't really get on the radar. <laughs> well, I'm sure a famous YouTuber is the next thing you're going to turn your attention to, Warwick, because you're ticking a lot of boxes, and that brings us nicely on to Eugenius the Musical. Yeah. Um, tell us a bit about it. It's a lovely idea. It's fantastic. Um, it's written by um, Ben Adams, formerly of A1. Mm-hmm. He, he composed all the music. There's 23 original songs in the show. Uh, and uh, Chris Wilkins, they both got together one day and uh, had a few drinks and said, let's write a musical, as you do. And um, and and so Eugenius was born. They wrote the first song of the show, this was like four years ago, uh, and that is now still the first song, song in the show. And uh, they, they wanted me to come in and record um, one of the characters in one of the songs, Evil Lord Hector. I don't know why. Um, But anyway, I went in and um, I I performed the track and uh, it really got on well with these guys who are just perfectionists, just like me. And, um, And now here we are four years later kind of putting it on at the other palace in London a proper show in a proper venue well it's it's happening on actually no I'm not going to say when it's happening because more on that in a little bit yeah. but you are the producer I am and that's why I'm wearing a suit today you see well you look great and when you came in you 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 were kind of nervous about putting your phone on silent for the interview because obviously as a producer you always need to be on hand I've got to have my finger on the pulse at all times I mean usually as an actor I don't answer emails for about four weeks yeah well of course as is uh, your want <laughs> <laughs> because I just don't get around to it and then I I'm not sort of attached to my phone like uh, like business people are. But since being a producer, I have to be on hand to troubleshoot at any particular moment. I would love to tell everybody listening um, when it exactly it's on and where it's on at. But to do that, we're going to need to have a little round of mail order bribe. Warwick, Ooh. all my guests have to do this. <laughs> I'm going to give you the Argos catalogue. <laughs> You've got you've got twenty four ninety nine or less to pick me something out of here, buy it for me, and then I will plug your play. What you just said, right? Good I mean, luck. You like to tidy, so I'm going <laughs> I'm going down that route at the minute. Nice. Aside for sore eyes, Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Good evening, everybody. Five thirty five is the time. It's tradespeople to the stars, and this evening we have a double whammy, courtesy of Martin, who joins us right now. Hey, Martin. How you doing, Dave? You all right? Very good, my friend. Thanks for taking the time to come on the show. Uh, we no really problem. appreciate it. Um, so let's start at the very beginning, as we do each week. Um, what's your trade? 
I'm a decorator. A decorator. And tell yeah. us, double whammy style, who you applied your trade for from the world of celebrity. Well, the first one, I was uh, up doing some offices up in London for Elton John. Oh, um, wow. Sir Elton John. Big, big I know. What's his office space like? It's very nice, very plush. I bet but it is. Unfortunately, I didn't meet the man himself. Oh, that's oh. a shame. That is a shame. But, but I did meet David, David Furness. David oh, Furness, his partner yeah. was there. OK, yeah. what was he yeah. like? Was he nice? He seems nice. He was a really nice guy, yeah. Really nice guy. He told me he was really pleased with the offices. So, yeah. Yeah, oh, lovely. Nice so we've got we've got David Furnish, and well, we said it was a double whammy. Who, who's the yeah. other celebrity's house you've decorated? Well, uh, he's a local lad to me, but um, we decorated Craig Logan's out of Bross. Oh! Craig Logan. The other one from Bross! The drummer, I believe. Was he the drummer? <laughs> I think he was. He was the drummer, yeah. 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 He's yeah. made a real success for himself, though, I think. He kind of stayed oh, in the music yeah. business, but, like, on kind of the other side oh, of it. Oh, right. I believe. I don't know why I'm your go-to person for Craig Logan <laughs> facts. Particularly when we got Martin on the phone. Um, so, Martin, what was he like? Yeah, really nice guy as well. Yeah, very nice guy. OK, well, that means we get to our final question. <laughs> Tension. Martin, yep. did David Furnish offer to make you a cup of tea or coffee for your services, your hard work? Well, Dave, yes, he did. Oh, he furnished you with a coffee. Oh, nice. Yes, yes, yes. I presume he got, like, some assistant in to do it for you. No, he did not, no. No, he actually got up and made it himself, which surprised wow. me. That's yeah, amazing, isn't it? I know, top bloke. I mean, he's made cups of tea for Sir Elton John and Martin, the decorator. <laughs> this Martin, is just fantastic. Yeah. I mean, was it was it instant, <laughs> a quick instant coffee job, or oh, no, was it a like, proper... It was oh, a percolator. yeah, come on, Matt! I imagine Furnish out there, out in the kitchen, making the noises like on that old coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be with you in a minute. It was probably a diamond-encrusted percolator as well, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. um, OK, then, here we go. Did Craig Logan, the other one from Bross, offer to make you a cup of tea or coffee when he decorated his house? Well, yes, he did. Oh, Craig. Oh, yes. And how was that? Was any good? And that, he makes a good cup of tea. Does, Does it? Oh, oh, we, we don't get enough critiques of tea yeah, on this feature, yeah. do we? <laughs> yes, nice, well, that. Tradesmen are. Yeah, yeah, OK, so it's good. So you've got the right strength and everything was just Absolutely. perfect for you. Um, that's amazing. Martin, thank you very much indeed for coming on and delivering a double whammy. We're going to give you a double whammy of prizes because we're going to give you a Roberts Digital Radio and I think wow. trumping even that, you're going to be the first person to win the Dave Berry Show car air freshener. Oh, man, that's made my day. <laughs> made my day. <laughs> Martin, you're an absolute star. Thanks for being on the show. Give it up for Martin, everybody. A slight pause. And Dave Berry on Absolute Radio. Today, Berry Show on Absolute Radio. My guest, Warwick Davis, has been, a, well, simply a charm. But now it is time for mail order bribe. Twenty-four ninety-nine or less. Warwick, what have you picked me? OK, well, since you like to tidy away and keep things, you know, uncluttered... Guilty. You know, umbrellas can be a problem. OK, so I'm buying you <laughs> a metal umbrella stand, powder-coated metal, black or white. Ooh. It's your choice. Um, but it's, uh, it's beautiful, actually. 
It's sort of a, a kind of a just basically looks like a big tall basket. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. But you can keep your brollies nice and tidy in there, and if you want, you could put a dinner plate in the bottom so that any residual water will run off and not stain the it's carpet. Another underneath. top tip. This is great. There you go. That's twenty quid. That is. And you've got four ninety nine left over. I love it. Thank you, uh, Warwick. It's been such a pleasure having you on the show. You have, well, you you've earned your plug and you deserve it. I'm so excited about this. You genius. The musical is at the other palace in London. You can see it right now, and it's going to run until Saturday, the third of March. Thank you very much indeed for coming on the show, Warwick. Best of luck with the production. I know it's going to be a roaring success. Warwick Davis. Thank you very much. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Right now on your radio, it's the man. Dave Berry. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Show on your Tuesday evening. And join us right now from the back of one of his many chauffeur-driven cars. It is Absolute Radio's very own Rob Beckett. Hey, Rob. Oh, you're right. I, I, thank you for that clapping, which I know is Matt Dyson. He's never done for me in four years of work. But thanks for the clap anyway, Matt. Hey, I was clapping, on mate. There you, go. you finally got one. Um, I know. Rob, the reason we wanted to talk to you is because um, yeah. you, you were very excited when our very own Andy Bush added you Ooh, to the Sims 4 yeah. game. Yeah. Um, oh, hang on. Can you hear that in the background? Yeah. Yeah. What is it? I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, that was, sorry, the drivers just took a call. Not ideal. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, what about a full phone call, dude? Sorry, okay, I'll ask how they're doing. But, um, yeah, you, you, were, you were happy about being in the Sims 4 game, joining the housemates that are Matt and I's Sims. Yes, I'm really excited to be part of the, the Bachelor crew. We're just <laughs> knocking around the house together. I'm very flattered, though, Andy's made me about seven foot tall with a 23-inch waist, which is lovely. Yeah, I know, you came off He's a lot not... better than me. I'll tell you that much. I'm a huge you bottom. Like, oh, you look like someone's put on the Simpson for a tune. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has but been I'm very unkind. Yeah, I don't know. I'm very short and blocky, and I managed to get... I've got the build of a sort of tall Mo Farah. Yeah. <laughs> I, my one looks like Louis Walsh built me in a lab to conquer the world yes. of pop music. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so well, what's happened is... Our Sims uh, in the yeah. house, we've kind of hooked up together and we're ignoring Matt. That's the latest gossip from this oh, soap opera. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. It's really? horrible to see. Yeah, I stormed off last night. You two were, <laughs> you two are South London boys all together. Let's have a chat on the sofa while we eat our dinner. I went to get my dinner and stormed off to the bathroom to eat. Oh. <laughs> I feel really sorry for myself. I'm just a northerner in a bathroom eating dinner alone. <laughs> <laughs> so deliciously kitchen sink. Um, yeah. So, Rob, you, you're dressed as an X-Wing pilot. <laughs> you're dressed as an X-Wing pilot from Star Wars, which is also very exciting about your sim. Yeah, I mean, I don't even like Star Wars, though. So I don't know, I don't know why I'm in an X-Wing costume. But I look a little bit like I'm from Guantanamo Bay. I don't really know <laughs> if it was a good or bad thing. I just um, the reason we wanted... One of the reasons we wanted to talk to you tonight, Rob, was just to give you a little bit of a warning, because you are in the house, you're clearly loving it. Our Sims are getting yeah. on like a house on fire. Um, what, but, what, what rent do I owe? Yeah, well, this is it. Well, there's oh, no rent yeah. to pay, but Andy will spy on you uh, while you're in the yes. shower. Look um, and yep. he made my Sim uh, take a sit-down wee and then posted <laughs> it on his Twitter feed and I felt shamed. Yeah. yeah that is a bit odd, but the, what I'm thinking is he's clearly a, quite a, a complex individual, Andy Bush, so it's pretty best if he's indoors doing this rather on the street yeah. where anyone could fall prey. That's true. 
So it's basically lock him up in his room to carry on with this rather than he you know, affects any of the a wider community. We're like doing a, society a, a favour. <laughs> exactly. That's very true. Um, so, Rob, you're off to the National Television Awards this evening. Yes, I'm uh, giving out an award with Jerry Horner. Ginger Spice, oh, as uh, yes. she's known. Your new best um, friend, eh? eh? Yes, we do a show together called All Together Now that's going to be on Saturday night at 7.15 nice. on BBC One. All about singing, that singing talent game show thing. Do you have any, any more falling over in a slapstick manner from you? Or is that just on the, uh, no, on that's the other the one, the wedding one? No, I keep my falling over on the wedding one. However, I, do, I don't think in this episode, but I do a little bit of a sort of a climbing um, I'll leave that as a little tease. But oh, like, nice. Oh, I'm, I'm sort of, I fall on weddings, but I sort of climb up on, on the singing show. I'm basically a movement-based host. <laughs> <laughs> That's his skill set. Um, Rob, yeah. it's been great talking with you tonight. I love that our Sims are getting along. Um, of course, you're yeah. welcome back on the show anytime. Good luck tonight at the NCAs. Well, Rob Beckett, everyone. Cheers, thank you. Bye. Cheers, Rob. Thank you, Paul. You're listening to the hip and fresh sounds of the Dave Berry Show. On Absolute Radio. Uh, we are asking you the middle-sized question, which was, what are your weird and wonderful 24-7 experiences? Uh, listen to this. Good evening, Dave and Matt. My story happened at the local 24-hour supermarket. A few years ago, my friend and I decided to spontaneously purchase a large flat-screen TV at 3am one weekday. <laughs> it happens to the best of us, Excellent. Neil. Uh, much to the annoyance of the usual suspects purchasing their emergency <laughs> toiletries and groceries, we caused a rather large queue as the only member of staff on the tills at the time had to leave their post to hunt down a a member of the home electrical team to remove the electronic security tags on the flat screen TV. Love the show from Neil from Ashford. Oh, well, amazing. thank you, Neil, and thank you very much indeed for getting in touch. Dave Berry. This is Absolute Radio. And now, as is tradition, we have a little look back over the last few hours and have a little listen, a little look at what we've learned. You ready for this, Matt? We've learnt that the editor-in-chief of Empire magazine will laugh in your face if you tell her you're 66 to 1 to be the next James Bond. <laughs> yeah. And crush you in many ways. Yes, yeah, that was great crushing. It's crushing, yeah. Uh, we've all reaped the rewards of producer Amanda going on a Photoshop training course <laughs> after she put my face on top of the dots on a dice for some high-engagement, wacky Twitter image promoting the Dice Man feature earlier. Well done, Amanda, well done. You really achieved something today. <laughs> we've learnt that producer Dave... It's bigger than the Foo Fighters and Alan Partridge put together. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, don't tell him that. His head's big enough already. Off air as well, we confirmed in the studio here that uh, Davros is the bad Dalek from Doctor Who. Davos is the Swiss town where Donald Trump is being interviewed by Piers Morgan in a real meeting of minds this weekend. Yeah, you get to enjoy the songs. That's what I have to put up with. <laughs> We learnt that actor Martin Clunes loves a oh. Cocker Spaniel's tongue in his ear. <laughs> yeah, he does. But as always, we don't expect you to have learnt a thing. We'll leave you with the brand new one by the vaccines. It's called I Can't Quit. And Matt and I wish you a happy evening. We'll be back tomorrow at 4pm.